you're fat. You're so you drink anyone. Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have a boyfriend. I would marry you. You're a tequila You're a party. party. You're the Chargers. Are you feeling stuck, chasing goals but getting nowhere while knowing there's more for you in this life? Join me for a 90-minute webinar this Thursday on how to manifest your dreams and bring focus and renewed energy to begin attracting the life you're meant to live. If you're tired of chasing and want to start attracting, this masterclass in manifestation is for you. Reserve your spot today because space is limited. There's a link in the episode notes to enroll. Hey, all you catches, it's your favorite former single gal, Erin, who transformed in front of your eyes, got reeled in right in front of your ears, and had an Oprah aha moment that changed everything. Ladies, before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bake the hook with self-love. You're tuned in to another episode of You're Such a Catch, a podcast dedicated to helping you realize the catch that you are. We do not have to be defined by our relationship status nor conform to societal norms. All we have to do is be ourselves. Last week, we heard from Gabby Conti, who opened up about claiming self-love. After investing over 10,000 hours in dating, going on 30 dates in three days, recognizing a pattern of codependency, and experiencing her fair share of heartbreak, Gabby focused her attention inward. She set necessary boundaries and was upfront and honest with her dates. She focused on loving herself, which ultimately put her in the right mindset when she matched with her now husband on Bumble. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Gabby as much as I did. Please tell me you grabbed a copy of her book, 20 Guys You Date in Your 20s. It's a fun, easy read that's oh so relatable. If you haven't read it yet, there's a link in the episode notes, or you can check out Scribd where you can get 60 days of free reading by using my code, also linked in the episode notes. Today, I'm going to share a bit about my past that I'm not particularly proud of. There was a period of time after I got divorced when I was lost, vulnerable, depressed, and frankly broken. I don't really enjoy revisiting these years. There's a lot of guilt and shame surrounding that time. Choices I made, people I hurt, which includes myself. But in the spirit of sharing openly, healing, and releasing myself from self-inflicted punishment, here we are. This is my story on how I claim forgiveness. If you've been punishing yourself or someone else, my hope is this episode encourages you to move forward and claim forgiveness in your own life. Before I get to it, please make sure you've subscribed on whatever podcast player you tune in on. You aren't going to want to miss a thing this season. If you find this episode helpful, please share it on your Instagram or with a friend or someone who could benefit from the message. There's also a downloadable worksheet that corresponds with the episode. If you want to follow along, take action, and evoke change, click on the link in the episode notes to download and print the form. Let me set the stage for my mental health during this time period we're going to tap into from my past. I was experiencing so many emotions, feelings of unworthiness, feelings of failure. I didn't love the woman who looked back at me in the mirror. I didn't even know who she was. The Aaron I knew was a fighter. She didn't give up. She excelled at all things in life. So the fact that she was going through a divorce was unfathomable. I thought I was a simple person, so easy to please. I desired what everybody else wants in life, to love and be loved. 
That had all slipped through my fingers as I watched my ex pack a U-Haul with things we'd purchased together as he left to start a new chapter. My new chapter consisted of staying in the house we once called home, full of empty rooms that were intended for our kids one day and living with the constant reminders of what was and what could have been. Breakups are difficult and divorces are devastating even if you know it's for the best. I want to stop right here for a minute to touch on a couple of things. I recognize now I needed professional help after my divorce, but for whatever reason, pride, shame, embarrassment, I chose not to make that a priority. I felt as if I could handle the situation on my own. If you're going through a breakup or a divorce right now, please give yourself permission to ask for help. Over time, I was able to let go of any anger, hurt, or resentment surrounding my ex. I didn't necessarily have the skills or know-how to do so in the beginning, but as time pressed on, I was healing and I had a desire to move forward, closing that old chapter. I recognized holding a grudge against him was negatively affecting me and no one else. With that being said, I learned forgiveness doesn't excuse your ex's behavior. Forgiveness is 100% about your own healing process and allowing you the freedom to move on. Claiming forgiveness isn't about you. Claiming forgiveness is about you, not your ex. By forgiving your ex, you release yourself from negative emotions, which speeds up the healing process. Being angry with your ex prevents you from all that life has to offer, limiting you from moving on to bigger and better things. Luckily for us, we did not have any children together, but I can only imagine that ongoing conflict and resentment towards an ex is damaging if you do have children together, whether you recognize it in the moment or not. Forgiveness can help you be a better co-parent, a better communicator, and it serves as a character builder. By being the bigger person, you're emulating a skill your child can learn. You're showing them the power of forgiveness. I could dedicate an entire episode on how to forgive, but today's message is focused on claiming forgiveness and the importance of wanting that for yourself and how it impacts your ability to manifest and receive abundance. So as much as I wanna dive into that a little deeper, there's a larger message I wanna convey. I'm going to quickly review five ways to start the forgiveness process. One, embrace positivity. Identify negative thoughts, replace them with positive thoughts. Rather than saying, why me? Replace that with teach me. Reflect on what you were meant to learn from the experience. Two, accept responsibility. Own up to your stake in the demise of the relationship. Learn from your mistakes so you can prevent history from repeating itself. You can't control someone else's actions, but you can control your own. Three, be patient with yourself. Forgiving is a process. Some days it may feel easy, others it might feel difficult, almost impossible even. Give yourself grace and allow yourself to feel all the feelings. Anger, sadness, frustration, you'll eventually find relief and acceptance. Four, script your forgiveness, which is essentially like faking it until you make it. You may not be ready to let go just yet, but you know you need to head in that direction, so you start by acting as if you've already forgiven your ex. Maybe you journal about it, say it out loud to yourself, visualize what that freedom would feel like. Putting this into practice can help you make major strides. Lastly, you ready for this one? Not only do you have to forgive your ex, but you need to forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself can be difficult. I know it's been challenging for me. 
For some reason, I hold myself to a different standard. I think this is common practice for women in the same way we compliment a girlfriend, speaking kindly to her about her appearance or her achievements or what have you. We have a tough time extending that same kindness to the woman we see reflecting back at us in the mirror. This is hugely detrimental to our growth and our ability to attract the things we want into our life. I'm going to explain why, but I want to go back to my story about poor choices in my past to fully illustrate my journey to claiming forgiveness. After my divorce, I found myself in a peculiar situation. I can feel myself wanting to procrastinate right now rather than recall the past, but I know it needs to be said. Saying it out loud reminds me it happened. It's part of my story, like being sexually assaulted and getting divorced is part of my story. It's what makes me the person I am today. I entered a relationship with a married man. Ooh, words I never would have thought I'd utter or own up to. But here we are. I had never cheated in my years of dating, nor in my marriage, nor did I condone cheating. I still don't, but somehow I found myself in this situation. There's a lot to the backstory of how this relationship came to be, but that's not particularly relevant right now. This is in no way me making excuses for my behavior. He pursued me. Up until a romantic relationship formed, I had never looked at this man that way, and I had known him for years. I was aware he was married, but had convinced myself that he and his wife weren't happy or in love. I also believe she knew about our relationship and chose to ignore it. Yes, our relationship was more than physical. We did things that people do in relationships. We went on dates to dinners, concerts, trips. We exchanged gifts and love notes. He was my boyfriend. I was his girlfriend. We just kept our relationship to ourselves. Oh, is that hard? Can you imagine me being so secretive? I share my life so openly, so this was extremely hard, especially when it came to my friends and family. I kept a journal during this time. It makes me sad beyond compare to read what I was experiencing and going through at that time. It's heartbreaking. I had lost myself. I had no one to confide in. I was devaluing my worth. I was hurting someone else who I knew and cared about. I was broken and I couldn't escape. I tried several times to end it, but every time I had the strength to call it off, I get sucked back in until I did the unthinkable. Aaron, who hates confrontation, who never wants to disappoint anyone or hurt anyone's feelings, outed herself to his wife. Yeah, that happened. Again, this is not something I'm proud of in the slightest. This is one of those scenarios where you wish you had made a better choice, but for whatever reason, you didn't, and you're left to deal with the aftermath of your actions. I accepted the consequences. I had hit rock bottom. This is where my journey to finding self-love really started, and this involved claiming forgiveness, specifically forgiving myself. Now, I tell you this piece of my past to illustrate that I, too, am human. I, too, make mistakes, and I have made some pretty big ones in my day. But I also share because this time in my life taught me so much about who I am at my core, who I want to be, and what parts of myself I needed to work on and improve. This experience jump-started my pursuit to being a better version of myself each and every day. That healing could not begin until I chose to forgive myself. And that wasn't easy. I so desperately wanted to cling on to the hurt, sadness, disappointment that I inflicted on another human being. I wanted to punish myself indefinitely. 
Part of my healing journey was sharing this part of my life with my friends and family, which included seeing their disappointment, talking about difficult things, and my poor choices. I came to terms with the judgment that accompanied my choice. It was hard for people to put themselves in my shoes or to envision themselves in such a scenario. But their opinion of me didn't matter. At the end of the day, the only opinion that mattered was my own. And I needed to get to a place where I could look myself in the eye again and truly forgive myself and move forward. So I sat out on a journey to do the work to get there. It started with these four sentences repeated over and over again, out loud, in my head, written on post-it notes, saved as the wallpaper on my phone. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. This is an ancient Hawaiian practice that combines love, forgiveness, repentance, and gratitude in four powerful phrases. These four phrases, they heal the soul. If you're currently in a situation where you're holding yourself in contempt and punishment purgatory, I highly advise using this practice to guide you toward the forgiveness you deserve. It worked for me, and I'm certain it can work for you. Here's why claiming forgiveness, whether it's forgiving yourself or someone else, is so important. We are all energy. When you show up in a certain vibration, everything that's like that vibration comes pouring in. It's like a magnet. So when we are in a space of shame, fear, guilt, self-doubt, unworthiness, or even anger, that's what we're attracting. There's no positive charge at the head. We can become addicted to these feelings because the mind releases chemicals that coincide with these feelings and the body becomes addicted to them. Releasing these unwanted feelings, claiming forgiveness, allows us to get out of our resistance and opens ourselves up to the quantum field of possibility. We then raise our vibration and everything like that vibration, we attract. I've been saying this week after week, but I'm saying it louder for the people in the back. When we raise our vibration, we're a magnet for attracting everything that matches that vibration. We have to release ourselves from living in a fight or flight, which makes us more matter and less energy. I appreciate you allowing space for me to share this part of my story. I claim forgiveness and I hope with all my heart you do too. Before we wrap up, make a commitment right here, right now to either forgive yourself if you've been holding on to something for some time or commit to forgiving someone else in your life. Pretend you're Elsa and let it go. Here are a few of my key takeaways. Forgiveness is 100% about your own healing process and allowing you the freedom to move on. Two, holding on to feelings like anger prevents you from all that life has to offer, limiting you from moving on to bigger and better things. Three, utilize the ancient Hawaiian practice that combines love, forgiveness, repentance, and gratitude in four powerful phrases. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Four, when we hang on to shame, fear, guilt, self-doubt, unworthiness, or even anger, that's what we're attracting more of. It's like a magnet with no positive charge at the head. And lastly, everyone is worthy of forgiveness. If this solo cast resonated with you, maybe you're in a similar situation or you're working on forgiving yourself or someone else, I continue the discussion on YSC Unfiltered. I share more about this stage of my life, read from my journal at that time, and illustrate how far I've come from the girl who once was. Stay tuned for next week's guest, Tiffany Kane. She shares her story as she claims love and life after divorce. 
Tiffany's story is one of strength, inspiration, and hope. She's pretty incredible. Ladies, I said it once and I'll say it again. Before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love.